Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Teacher Cast Podcast, coming to you live from the birthplace of Rocky Balboa in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Teacher Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Bradbury, and today we have a very special podcast. We're going to be talking all about class websites, and we've had a lot of teachers recently write to us and ask about creating class websites. What's a good platform to use? What's a free service? Where can I go to create that perfect class website? And I'm here to talk to you guys about a neat little project that we started a few months ago on TeacherCast. Uh, We used to have a website um, done on a program called Sandvox. You might have heard me talk about it a little bit. And uh, in February or so, I had a good friend of ours at TJ Houston. And basically, he kind of pulled me aside and said, WordPress, why don't you look at WordPress? And so we we started a three-week journey to you know, really transform TeacherCast into what you see right now, into a WordPress theme, and I really couldn't be any happier with it. I, I hope you've had a chance by now to take a look at the new TeacherCast site. If you're over there, please also click on our blog. We just recently opened up a brand new guest blog section. Looks like a really neat magazine style. And uh, So check it out. We're here today to talk all about class websites and uh, how to build them, what they're for. And uh, we have a very special guest with us today. I'd like to introduce to the show Mr. Dustin Hartzler. Dustin, how are you today? Oh, I am excellent. Thank you so much for for giving me this opportunity to come on the TeacherCast. Absolutely. And uh, Dustin is a fellow podcaster. In fact, uh, while I was creating the TeacherCast website and going through the process of figuring out what is WordPress and what plugins to use, I actually did a search on iTunes for... WordPress, and I came up with this great podcast called Your Website Engineer, and it, 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 Dustin does an amazing job. I got to start off the show by saying he does about a what? It's about a half an hour show. Usually, no more than a half an hour. And um, you know, I would certainly su- suggest anybody out there looking to learn a little bit about WordPress, check it out. YourWebsiteEngineer.com is his website. Uh, Dustin, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about what WordPress is. We're talking all about creating a class website using WordPress. Sure. And uh, WordPress is is basically a software. Uh, the word, word WordPress gets thrown around a lot, and some people think it's just only blogs, or some people think you can build you know websites or whatever. But it's it's a full fledged. They call it a content management system, and you can build a dynamic websites that have blogs. You can have e commerce sites. Mainly, from what I've experienced, anything that you can think up that you want to have as part of your website you can do with WordPress. And I'm glad that you started off with that because that was really one of the selling points with with what TJ was telling me about. I kept saying to him and other people, you know, TeacherCast is this. I, I can't do it off of a blog. TeacherCast can't exist from a blog. And they're like, no, WordPress can transform itself into anything that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that work? I mean, I, I, the word content management system keeps coming up. And I had a friend that said, look, it's a database. And, and, and you know, to, to the average teacher out there listening to this, that might be a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Why is WordPress so good? Um, well, I could go on this forever, but we'll, we'll start with the discussion of what is a content management system. And a content management system is basically it keeps the content of your site separate from the theme of your site or the look and feel of your site. So like you said, it is run on a database. All your data, all the anything that you see, 
on a website that's run by WordPress, all that information is stored in a database. And then what they do is they all your theme files are stored in a completely different location. It's all set, it's all on your server, but then it has the ability to say after two years time, you want to go ahead and you want to give um, your website a brand new, uh, fresh look. So say in two years, you know the the blog for TeacherCast wants to be completely different. Well, you don't have to start over. You don't have to lose all that content or redo all your blog posts and get them. Resituated, you just you can develop a brand new theme. You can roll that theme out, and then your site looks brand new. But all your content, all your features are still there. So that's one of the really powerful things about WordPress is that it, it makes it so functional, so functional to upgrade. And so you're never really limited. It's not like you're you're building a small little site, but then you have to kind of restructure everything to add this new widget or this new um, component to it. No, you start with WordPress, and then. As your mind imagines brand new things for your website, then you just go ahead and you add them. There's no, you know, it's it's unlimited. It's just whatever you can think of is what you can create with WordPress. And now, generally, we could say that WordPress is a free website for teachers, but there's also a more advanced version for the teacher that wants to go out. Could you tell us a little bit about the difference between WordPress.com? And WordPress.org. Sure, and it's kind of it's kind of confusing. WordPress.com is a it's a service brought to you by Automatica. That's the company that is you know responsible for the WordPress software, and they will they will do all the hosting for you. It's it's completely free to go set up, and you you set up a username and then. Your username .wordpress.com is the domain name that people can go to. So you're kind of limited. You can actually you can actually purchase a domain name, so it looks like you've you've got a, a site with a you know a um, a custom domain name. But then they really give you a lot of limitations. You know they're the ones providing you this free hosting online. And they they don't let you use you know really intensive plugins. They don't let you do, they don't let you customize a lot of things because they don't want to use up all their resources. And so WordPress.org is also known as a self-hosted WordPress site. And so what that means is you actually install the WordPress files. There's some PHP code that runs on your website, and you actually take that and you install that on a web host. And you can get web hosting for right around five dollars to ten dollars a month. I mean, it's really inexpensive. And then you have complete control over whatever you want to do. You can, you know, you can move widgets from one side of the page to the other. You can completely change things. I mean, you got a ton more flexibility. And when I focus on when I focus on talking about WordPress, I mainly just assume or talk about WordPress.org because that gives you all that functionality. And there's an awful lot of neat advantages for having that WordPress.org site, but I just let's go back to the .com. There's a lot of teachers out there who are planning some big events. I know, you know, ed camps are springing up all over the place and other teachers are coming up with these these really neat professional development opportunities. It doesn't take that much to get onto WordPress.com and do your event.wordpress.com, and suddenly you've got a neat little website that people can go to, can identify with. And one of the reasons why I like .com is because let's say the next event is being run by somebody else, you can then just pass on that password for your WordPress site, and somebody else can work with it. It's really transferable and. You know, like I said, there's a lot of professional development conferences out there that are using WordPress.com sites. Yep, and 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 like you said earlier, it's completely free. You have the ability to, if you want to, expand it even more. Like once the, if you're doing it for an event or you know something, you really get into it. You start doing more blogging. You want to add more features. You know, you can roll that right into a WordPress.org self-hosted site 
very, very easy. The WordPress.com, I know that they have like different, different things that are built in that you can do. Like you can do polls or like, you know, like online polls and things like that. There's just a lot of cool things that you can do with WordPress.com and you can manage all your stats and stuff. So that's another really neat thing. You can go in, you can see how many people are actually looking at your site, you know, how many people are actually doing something. Are they just there and, you know, they just come stumble upon your site by accident. Where did they come from? You know, you get all that kind of information, which is really, really pretty neat. The polls are pretty easy to set up on WordPress.com, too. And you can use those polls for things like homework assignments or making sure that a kid checks your website out. I've I've done that a couple times where you set up a poll on your front page, and you know that if you only have nine people clicking on that poll and you've got 40 kids in the class, (laughs) someone isn't going there to do their work. Right, exactly. I set up my website for my class on, on, on my sidebar. I have a Twitter feed, and... Even though my kids don't subscribe to my Twitter feed, at least every day I'm going and putting my homework assignment in that Twitter feed. So that way the kids and the parents can go to the website and see what their daily homework is, what the test is going to look like, all of those things. And sometimes I even put out you know, links to different subjects that we're talking about for that particular unit. And the kids are now using that as a form of communication with me. So there's a lot of neat things about setting up this class website. Um, I, let's switch over and talk about WordPress.org, which it's a free download. And they're mostly, you know, most hosting companies now will allow you to download it and set it up automatically. Um, are there any hosting companies out there that you might recommend a teacher look into if they wanted to start a WordPress.org site? Yeah, um, my favorite my favorite company now. There's tons of them out there, and you can go with the big name companies like GoDaddy, and that's a big one that a lot of people recognize because they see the ads and they see things. And the GoDaddy is really um, just a pain to set up, and it's a pain to actually talk to somebody physically if you have any problems. My favorite place is Green Geeks. and um, I have an affiliate link to Green Geeks at yourwebsiteengineer.com slash Green Geeks, and you just it. And with a, if you use the coupon code YWE as you're checking out, you actually will save $30. And so it takes the cost down to $5.45 for the first year. And the coolest part with that is they have that one-click installation. They have the ability to um, – the, the chat feature is awesome with Green Geeks. Like if you have a question, you don't know how to do something, you, you're, you're struggling how to, how to set up WordPress or how to do this or how to do that, there's a live chat. You click a button, and literally before you can type your name in to say who you are and what your question is, somebody is chatting back with you. And that's one of my favorite features. They they do a lot of things that help the help the environment as well. They're a green company, so they buy energy credits. They they do all kinds of things to you know take up less or you know pollute the environment less than they're actually um, taking up with server space. And how? Like, what, what's usually the learning curve for a teacher? Let's say that they, they weren't really website savvy, but they really wanted to start to jump into this. How long does it take the average user to really learn about WordPress? Well, it kind of depends on what really learn, what how you define really learn. Now, I know, I mean, just by looking at the, the blog.teachercast.com, I mean, I can tell that you've learned quite a bit to put a site together that looks like this. You know, if you wanted to just have a simple a simple theme and just kind of throw some stuff up there and not have a lot of, you know, in-depth, you know, you don't want to have all these Twitter posts and you don't want to have streaming from Facebook and Google Plus and all this kind of stuff all integrated together. I mean, I don't think it would really take that long. The problem is there's not really great resources out there and I'm working on creating some things to make it easy like kind of some videos, some step-by-step-by-step stuff like this is how you do things but there's really not a lot of good ways to go and 
hey, here's how you do everything from, from start to finish. A lot of things, you know, you really, with WordPress, you'll never really have to use code that much, you know, as long as you can type into like a, a um, word browser that's online, you know, you can pretty much do a lot of things that is within WordPress. And so I would say the learning curve, you know, a couple weeks and you could be very familiar with how to, you know, add a new blog or add a new page. And I mean, the learning curve really depends on how tech savvy you are. Now, one of the things that has come up on our podcast a lot is the use of social media in the classroom. And, you know, there's a big debate of whether or not schools should be using things like Twitter, Facebook. Um, You know, we have a lot of other educational routes that we can take social media, things like Edmodo, for instance. But really, one of the neat things about WordPress.org is the ability to create your own social networking environment that is not only completely customizable, but really 100%, I'd say, safe for your both the teacher and for the students. And WordPress has a plugin called BuddyPress. Can you tell us a little bit about what BuddyPress is or maybe what BuddyPress does for us? Yeah, BuddyPress is a really neat tool, and it is basically a social networking package in a box. And it's a plugin. And what a plugin is is it it's basically a small snippet of code that somebody's developed that you can add to your website. You can there's free ones and there are premium ones. There's actually like over nineteen thousand free plugins that are available within the WordPress repository that you can download and add to your site. And so mainly what that means is there's a lot of people that have I've spent a lot of time developing these plugins and then they just give them away and you can just go ahead and take any of these pieces and kind of kind of build your site and put them together. So BuddyPress is one of those free ones and what it what it is is it's um, it just helps you to create that social network. Anything that you need um, to build your – it's not really a Facebook. It's not really a Twitter. But you have the ability to have activity streams where um, people can go in and they can get email notifications. You can see what, what they've been doing on your site. You can um, you can have them – each student can have an extended profile so they can have an about me section. They can, they can put in their date of birth or they can – you know, all kinds of things like that. You can do discussion forums. And so if you wanted to pose some sort of question – and then have people log on to the site and answer it in a discussion forum type atmosphere. You've got that feature out there. You've got the ability to private message different people through, throughout the site itself. They have, they have a chat feature that you can add as well that you can have like an online chat going as well. So there's, there's a ton more features too, but there's just a lot of things that you can do to create your own, like almost like a digital classroom. One of the things that I'm trying to work on right now with my class site is this this buddy press idea, and it's really interesting and easy how well WordPress integrates with this buddy press social networking system and Google Docs. Um, have you tried using Google Docs or Google Forms or Google Apps with your with your uh, uh, WordPress websites? Um, I have not used. I'm not. I haven't used them in coordination with my WordPress site, but I have seen some other people use build a Google form and then you can embed those directly onto a page on your website. So if you wanted to build a quick and easy simple form, you know, that you just want a couple of pieces of information, you just you design it in Google. I think you can do that in just like Google Word or the Google document Word and then you can embed that and then all those responses are then sent directly to your email account and then you can get them and you can correspond that way. Mm-hmm. 
you know, let's take our first break here. And we spent a lot of time just now talking about creating the website for your class. When we come back from the break, um, Dustin's going to talk to us a little bit about choosing the right blogging platform because, you know, really WordPress as it starts is a blog. And so we'll talk a little bit about the advantages of going WordPress as a blog versus maybe some of these other blogging sites that are out there. So stick around and uh, we'll be right back with the TeacherCast podcast. Technology is everywhere, and the internet could seem like a large, scary place. Well, let TeacherCast bring it into focus for you. TeacherCast.net features the best in app reviews, screencasts, how-tos, and so much more. TeacherCast.net is also available in the App Store. Be sure to check out TeacherCast, because students aren't the only ones with a lot to learn. Ever think about becoming a podcaster, thinking, wow, you know, that's probably way too hard? Well, we have a solution. The Stoplight Network is looking for brand new shows to join the network. Won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of TechFan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting, and I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac, M-Y-M-A-C, dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for prime time. Sheep, it's me, Grog. Thanks for having me over. Yeah. Oh, Sheep, what you doing? I see you got the Google on the computer. Yeah. Teach. Oh, let me guess, let me guess. Uh, you Googling, um, Hot for Teacher by Van Halen? No. Uh, let me guess. Okay, I can, I can do this. Uh, you Googling, Teach Me How to Duggy? No. Hmm. Oh, Grog knows. You googling teacher cast? Yeah. Good choice, sheep. Teacher cast has some of the best information on the internet to help teachers learn from other teachers. Whether you're a digital immigrant or digital native, teacher cast can help you. Yeah. App Store. Oh, that's right, sheep. Teacher cast also available in the App Store for your phone. Check out teacher cast online or in the App Store. Hey, sheep. Can you teach me how to doggy? Yeah, I can do it. Remember, check out TeacherCast. All right, welcome back to the TeacherCast podcast. We're sitting here talking with Dustin Hartzler. And uh, Dustin, when we last left us, we were talking a little bit about choosing that right blog. There's a lot of teachers out there that are trying to get into blogs and starting their blogging career. Um, would you tell us a little bit about maybe WordPress versus some of these other sites like Blogger or... Any of these other ones out there? Why WordPress versus them? Sure. And I think the the biggest thing to think about is the future. I mean, we talked a little bit about how WordPress is future-proof. Well, I know for a fact that Blogger and Blogspot and um, I think you could even do some blogging over with like Tumblr or things like that. But they're kind of, they're based on the free model. But what happens, A, if 
that company goes under, you know, or they no longer want to do, you know, blogger just kind of discontinues, you know, you don't have access to that stuff. There's not really, I mean, there is a way that you can export it and kind of get it into a WordPress format, but it's really kind of hard. And so it's just the thought of using WordPress.com is a great place to start. It's easy to export to your own site later in the long run. And, you know, if you ever want to just kind of improve and increase and, and um, continue to build that brand or build that site for your classroom. I, I want to go back maybe to a little bit about your history. Tell us a little bit about what your website engineer is and you know, maybe just a little bit about how, how you've seen it help people over the last year and a half maybe? Sure. Um, I started um, yourwebsiteengineer.com and that's a, there's a podcast there and that's mainly what I do. And I do one show per week about 20 to 30 minutes and I try to specifically focus on one thing that somebody could do to improve their website. Just one thing. And you know, normally that thing might take five minutes, maybe it'll take 20 minutes. But I try to focus on one different idea and kind of help people through, okay, adding this to their site or adding this to the site. And it, it's just been huge to get responses back from people who have, have told me, like, I would have never thought that I could build a website by myself. And now just by listening to your show, um, maybe watching some of the videos that I've created, you know, just doing small little things like that, they were able to take nothing, you know, go from absolutely nothing, purchase their own self-hosted site, do the WordPress installation, install a new theme, put some plugins in there, um, add a mailing list subscription area, you know, um, put a contact form, you know, just different things that, you know, one step at a time, you know, you can learn different things. And it's not all about seeing how big of a site you can build all at one time. You know, it's always, okay, now what can I do to make it just a little bit better? And what, what new feature can I add? And, and what are some of the topics, if we go over to your iTunes channel to look up your website engineer, what are some of the topics that you've recently been uh, uh, releasing? Um, one of the most recent ones, I talk about HTML5, and that's a brand new, um, a lot of really new things are on the horizon for WordPress, or not just necessarily for WordPress, but in for websites in general. There's a lot of new cool things that you can do. Um, a recent, another recent episode was just, it, it's all about security. How can we make sure that once we install this WordPress, how can we make sure it's secure and somebody's not going to hack into it and, and create a, a huge headache for us to, to try to, um, to try to you know fix your site or things like that um i've done i've done um things in the past about you know what kind of how should i build a contact form or you know the top 10 ways to improve your site speed or you know there's just i mean it's broken down and, and the great thing now is now they've been doing this a long time there's there's a lot of people who have a lot of great questions, and so really, listeners are now starting to comment in, and and they're supposed to, they're starting to say, "Well, I'm having a problem with this. How do I fix this?" Or you know, just different things like that. And it just kind of helps to grow the show and helps me to continue to ever do that research and continue to learn about WordPress. Because I mean, I mean you can probably hear in my voice, like I'm really passionate about WordPress. I love WordPress, and I love um, learning as much as I can. And and I'm just so happy that I can help people um, build a site from absolutely nothing. Or conf- or change their site from a, a standard, you know, maybe a blogger site over to WordPress, and just just to see how happy they are with the the new system that they have, and how much easier it is to, to use than their old system. You know, one of the things that we've done a podcast on was Kid Blog, and if you haven't listened to the Kid Blog show yet, you got to listen to it. We had Matt Hardy on, who was one of the the, the lead engineers on Kid Blog, and Kid Blog, I don't know if you had a chance, Dustin, to look through what Kid Blog is, but it's really built on WordPress. And it's a safe way for you to set up a classroom full of kids 
and set up an environment where the kids each have a user profile, and then they can log into KidBlog and post stuff. And there's teachers all over the place, if you can you know, search them out, that are using KidBlog to their advantage. I think last time I talked to Matt, he said there was almost 200,000, I'd like to say, student user accounts on KidBlog. Wow. And it's an amazing thing. I mean, we're all about, you know, teaching to the test and teaching reading and writing and stuff. And there's a lot of teachers out there having their students do some really creative writing through the use of blogs. And and one of the neat things about WordPress and KidBlog is the kid doesn't need to be tethered down to a laptop or a desktop because WordPress has a pretty decent, um, actually pretty phenomenal, I might say, uh, iOS app, so you can you can do your blogging whether you're a student or a teacher on your iPhone and on your iPad. Mm-hmm. And I think that you brought up a, a perfect point there, and that's that's another one of my favorite features about about WordPress is they've got these great apps, and you don't need clunky software that is only computer specific. You know, when I started building sites, you know, years ago, I used Dreamweaver, and Dreamweaver is really expensive, and you have to have a license that can only be on one computer. So it's like, oh well, I'm out and about, well, I can't make any changes to my website because my computer's back at home with Dreamweaver running. Now with WordPress, you know, you have that ability as long as you can get online, you can make changes, or you can add a blog post, or you can do anything that you want with your WordPress site, which is, I mean, a huge benefit. Well, Dustin, we certainly have loved having you on, and, and certainly we would love to have you come on again. Maybe perhaps we can get you on a show with other teachers looking to start their WordPress blogs. Yeah, that would be awesome. That, would, that way we have some dialogue, and I'm sure there's, there's teachers out there that have questions about you know more things than what we've talked about, and I would love to, love to share my information. Absolutely. And, of course, if any teacher wants to get a hold of us and, and maybe post some questions to Dustin, they can always email us here at info, or sorry, info at teachercast.net. Or you can always call us here on our hotline at 732-59-OPERA, 732-59-OPERA. Um, Dustin, usually we like to end our podcast by doing a game of what is on your iPad, where we talk about the different apps. But I think for you, we'll do something a little bit differently, and we'll say, what is on your WordPress site? And, uh, you know, you said there's, what, eight bazillion different plugins out there. Um, what are some of the, the highlighted ones? What are some of the, you know, what's your top ten must-have plugins out there for any teacher looking to start their site? Sure. Um, the, the number one one that I always recommend is some sort of backup um, system. I think WB DB Manager is what I'm using, and it will automatically back up my WordPress site. It does it once a week, and I know that I post I, every content that I post is normally on Wednesdays, and so on Thursdays it actually backs everything up. So in case there is some sort of catastrophe, it backs my entire site up and then emails a copy of that to me. So that's one of the the main plugins I've always I always recommend installing, um, and it just kind of depends on on what you are looking for for your site but i always do google analytics is another plugin that you can install i think the one that i use is called google analytics uh, for wordpress and that links with a google analytics account and then you can start to see how many people are looking at your site and where they're coming from and you can see a lot of uh, neat different data so if you are trying to put together a big event for an entire city you can start seeing what regions of the city are actually you know responding to things and you can see what people are responding to you know are you getting more links from twitter than you are from facebook are you getting more uh, clicks through from an email message or things like that so that's that's really powerful as well um, I have a I have a plugin that's a premium plugin and it costs um, it's I think it's thirty nine dollars for one website 
but I use it. Uh, I have the developer license, and it's called Gravity Forms. Okay. And Gravity Forms makes it very easy to add forms to your website. And so there's like a contact form on your website engineer.com. I was I built that that contact form in probably four minutes. I mean it's it's a WYSIWYG drag and drop type thing. I guess I should explain WYSIWYG is WYSIWYG is what you see is what you get. So it, I mean you just basically see, you drag it and it, and it just works. It it's so simple to set up and it saves me so much time when I'm building sites. So if if you're a teacher and you want to just get a lot of input from students, I mean that's a perfect one to perfect one to have or you can you know just have a a contact form on a website is is probably the easiest way to to have somebody contact you because then they don't have to find your email address and then open up their email browser or their email client and then they have to email you and i mean the the more steps that you reduce the more likely you're actually going to get people to to actually email you Mm -hmm. um so that's another plugin that i have um I use. Uh, let me see here. I'm looking through. I have I have one that's called Related Post, and then it's called Yet Another Related Post, or something like that. It's Y A R P P, and what that one does is that puts an automatic link at the bottom of every post or every blog post that I put out there that has related links or related articles. And so when I post a podcast about um, performance or security or um, plugins, then it's going to go out and it looks through my WordPress site and it finds other plugin or other posts that are very similar in nature. And then it will link those at the bottom of the site. So if people are interested in, say, performing their or in increasing their speed or their load time on their site, then they can find two or three other blog posts or, or podcasts that are very similar or similarly related. Um, another another one, and I could go on for days, so if you ever want me to stop, just let me know. Um, the next one that I use is called the Yoast All-in-One SEO plugin or something along those lines. And what that does is it basically you can optimize each and every page specifically for Google. And so some of these things I know won't won't be specific for uh, for teachers, but you know if you are looking for an event that you're advertising, you want that to come up in a, a search engine result. So you want to get you you're trying to get the word out to people who you don't know. Um, the anything that has to do with search engine optimization is going to help you kind of. Um, focus on specific keywords and kind of get that message out there when people are trying to Google and and find out that information. Lots of good stuff there, Dustin. Yeah, are you want me to go on, or do you, or is that enough? No, hey, I, we 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 would love to have you go on for for hours, but maybe we can save that one for another show. <laughs> sure. Um, let's do one last one. The one that if you were on a deserted island and you had an option between this plug-in and a drink of water, what would it be? Oh man, I would I would have to say that it's going to be the backup one. If that is, if I was only allowed to install one plugin, it's I'm going to put the backup plugin on because you know you know this for a fact. Like when you're building a you're building your website, you're you're doing all this work. You know you've got hours and hours and hours poured into the design. You're poured into you know how exactly it looks. It is a complete pain to start over from scratch, and so to to do that, it would just frustrate me beyond um, beyond no end. And so, I would recommend having some sort of back end backup plugin as every installation, every website needs to have that. Very very cool. Dustin's website again is yourwebsiteengineer.com. Um, tell us how we can get a hold of you. I know you have a great hotline for that uh, for your podcast, but uh, tell us where we can get a hold of you, man. 
Yep. If you go to yourwebsiteengineer.com, I got all my contact buttons there and you can find everything. You can find it on iTunes and that sort of thing. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at dhartzler10. That's H-A-R-T-Z-L-E-R and then the number one zero. And uh, yeah, I mean, everything that I've done so far that's out there on yourwebsiteengineer.com is free. I also do a, a weekly, um, a bi-weekly, I guess it is, a, a post at yourwebsitetips.com. And that's normally one tip on every Wednesday comes out and then one plug-in every, th- every Friday comes out just to kind of um, just to share that information and just get people aware of what they can do. And those are you know, simple five-minute things that you can do to improve your website, very small pieces at a time. Very, very cool. Dustin, thank you so much for taking the time out of, of, uh, of your busy day and coming on to the TeacherCast podcast. Oh, I'm so thankful that you invited me. It's a pleasure to be here, and I hope that everybody is now dying and eager to move over to WordPress. <laughs> certainly, certainly, certainly. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the TeacherCast podcast. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, teachercast.net, to your friends and colleagues. We just opened up a great new-looking blog section that was, of course, done on WordPress. Um, you know, we are able now to syndicate blog feeds and share some of this great content out there. If you're a blogger, if you're a writer, we are looking to hear from you. We have a great assortment of writers on our site, and uh, we're looking to add you too. If you're on Twitter, we can be found at the screen name TeacherCast, and please be sure to check out our iTunes channel for TeacherCast podcasts and app reviews that are beneficial to you, the 21st century educator. And while you're over there on on uh, on iTunes, I know Dustin has said this many times on his show, the best way that you can support our site is by five-star ratings and giving us some great reviews. So if you like what you're hearing right now on TeacherCast, please give us a good review. And if you're over there at Dustin's podcast, please give him a good review. This has been a TeacherCast production. Join us next time for another edition of the TeacherCast podcast. Mm-hmm.